Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
Today, I'm bringing my friend, Dr. Sean Shapiro, with me. Uh, I mean, he's already here, so I'm not really, not really bringing him with me, but I'm going to allow him to talk during my segment. And I know he's excited about that because we're going to talk about how to be a health champion. And please don't DM me in the back channel or him and say that we're being rude because this is how we, we roll. We're good friends. We're sarcastic. <laughs> and he right. likes the insult. Don't start yelling at the people in the audience right away. Oh, uh, okay. That's not, sorry. That's not really how we... I mean, well, I'm a basketball coach, so just be glad I don't have my whistle out, y'all, keeping you in line. Actually, you can DM us and back chat us as much as you want. You can actually complain about whatever you want. Like, I'm the complaint department. Anytime you need to complain about Dr. Sean Shapiro, I'm willing to listen, and I'll do something about it, too. So I'm Laura Wild, sometimes known fondly as Laura Blueberry Wild. And today we're going to talk about how to be a health champion and how to really have a strong immune system and finish the year healthy. I've been for, so fortunately uh, and blessed, and it goes beyond luck sometimes to be healthy, right? Because you probably agree that if someone becomes really wealthy, that it was maybe their mindset, maybe their goals, right? And if someone becomes very, uh, has a great relationship, they probably had goals and really worked on it. And how often do we realize that having uh, great health and resilient health has to do with our mindset, our goals, the things we do, what we put in our bodies. So of course I brought my friend, Dr. Sean Shapiro, to help me share this information. And also I do holistic healthcare and I weave that into my work with athletes as an NBA mental performance coach. So I created this thing called quantum sports medicine to keep athletes healthy. And Dr. Sean, if we're talking about immune systems and what people can do for this season and to just to start 2022 off really healthily, I know you probably have a tip or two you'd like to add, but really if we're talking about immune system, is there a particular supplement, a particular mindset you'd like to, to talk about that we can kind of start this conversation going? Well, supplements are tough because, uh, you know, there are so many variables that go into the proper supplement for people. And that's why I get frustrated when people talk about supplements in rooms and then they go, and then audience members will go buy them, uh, but they, 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 they may not be appropriate for their particular situation. So I think that the mindset thing is something that everybody can sort of get their head around and something that everybody can use practically. And if you have questions about supplements, I'm happy to answer them in, in the back channel as usual. But um, as far as the mindset goes, and I see Dr. Janie here as well, I'm sure she would agree, is that, is that we, and I shouldn't probably speak for her, but I'm, I just did. Um, I think, I, 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 th I think the, I think the uh, important thing about the holidays is that we learn that um, the number of presents under the tree, the number of people at the table, the relationship we wanted or, di or didn't want, the car we have in the driveway, whatever it is, it isn't what really defines you and it isn't what should define how you experience the holidays. The most important thing that you can do for yourself is to give yourself a break, a break from all the self-recrimination, a break from telling yourself all the things that you should have done this year that, that you didn't do. I mean, we just heard two great, great segments about what you should do to not end up in this position again. But if you end up in this position again, or if you're in this position now where you didn't take the actions that you needed to, then maybe it's time to just sit back and say, okay, I didn't achieve the goal. I didn't do that. Take a look around where you are. And if you're on your, you know, if you're on your keister, 
then take a look around it there too and feel how it how it feels to be down in the mud keister wait if you're on your what like your behind before before, your bottom your anything but he's got two young children so my point, my point is, and I'm going to land this plane soon, is, 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 that, is that it's okay not to have made your 2021 goals to a certain extent. It's even more important that if you didn't make your 2021 goals, you don't keep that from, make, from helping you or keeping you from making your 2022 goals. And I think that's the most important thing is that you have – absolute ability right now every time the sun rises just like darian's song right and you have that you have that the absolute ability every day to rise with that sun and use its power to fuel you literally into the life that you want it just requires that you not get stuck where you are right and in case okay first of all that was a great way to land your plane and i love how you tied in darian's song because you know the sun will rise. And I would sing it like Darian, but my, my morning voice isn't quite as wonderful as my afternoon voice. So just come back in the afternoon. I'll sing the song for you guys. But um, Dr. Sean, I love what you said about not being discouraged or not letting it get in the way of the next year's goals. So what we could all do is, hey, for the, we could have a goal for the rest of December because a health goal, a wellness goal is really important because when you set a wellness goal and you start to envision it, especially if you use the zone to do that, it's more likely to come true. So always make sure you're, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. I'll kind of give you the direct languaging. Cause I know Dr. Sean is a busy doctor with lots of patients lined up to see him. So I want to make sure I get the most of him while he's here. So Dr. Sean, what do you think about all the, cause I call it fear mongering. I read an article this morning with like 18 scenarios of the worst case scenario. And the headline was the worst case scenario. And I read the whole article and I was like, wait, that's unlikely and nearly impossible that that would be what happens with all of us health-wise. So what do you think about like media starvation or avoiding some of these, you know, negative spins on the stories? How do you, do you avoid it and do you recommend it? Um, I avoid anything that doesn't come from, from, from a, from a peer reviewed study. And that's really hard to do because if you watch any amount of news, they'll tell you preliminary data statistics that come from places like the CDC. And these are legitimate preliminary data uh, suggestions, but they are not exactly, um, you know, set in stone as to the way things are or the way things are going to be. So I think what's really important is that there are tried and true things about your immune system that, that, that tie into exactly what I was talking about as far as the mindset goes earlier. And I guess I got off on, on a little tangent there, but having your, your ish together, uh, will keep your immune system healthier, right? It'll give you more response. So not feeling depressed, not feeling upset will keep you less likely to get sick. And that is a, that is, that is, there are thousands and thousands of studies that, that prove that statement that I just said. So keeping your mindset healthy and making goals from a healthy place is the best thing to go. If you make a goal from somewhere where you're, where you're afraid because somebody named a new variant or something like that, then, then, then you can't, you, you can't, you can't succeed because it's all about fear and nothing and nothing about that is about success. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, and if you have to, to dive, 
please, please keep your uh, nice face on stage. Just let us know. Let me know that you're gone on the back chat. But um, one thing about our immune system is that it is made up of mini me cells. I mean, that's not the name of them officially. Not yet. I'm doing a petition to get these cells changed to mini me cells because wouldn't that be helpful if we could really know what they do? And they really reflect our personalities into our bodies and our cell and our immune system. So if you have another second to talk about that, please do. But I notice it's getting close to your time to leave. Um, I was getting a lot of back chat there. Um, what, what was your question? <laughs> oh, <laughs> are they complaining about me? Okay. No, so, not yet, not Okay. Yet. Better not be. Okay. So, um, the immune system. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called the morning five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Is made up of mini me cells, mini me cells. And what I did say is that I'm going to get the, a petition going to sign, to change the name of, of uh, our immune cells to mini me cells because they really reflect our personality and how our body handles potential germs and invaders. So... Um, the immune cells uh, that you're talking about, I think, are usually called white blood cells or other types of uh, things that go into your immunity. Um, I think really um, your, uh, your neuroimmunology says that if you're in a fight or flight situation where you're d dumping a bunch of, of epinephrine, like adrenaline, into your system on a regular basis, and you have that adrenal fatigue, so you're not really making very competent um, norepinephrine or epinephrine. Why do I keep saying that? Norepinephrine. So, so if you're constantly dropping that stuff into your blood, then it's going to um, it's going to prioritize action, like running or fighting, over uh, you know physiological processes where the immune system functions, you know in a relaxed state where it can, it can identify things quickly. So uh, if, if, it, if, it's, if you're in the fight or flight, your immune system overreacts a lot, just like you overreact a lot if you're in fight or flight. You know what I'm talking about. You've had one of those really bad weeks, everything has gone wrong, um, and you just, sort of, you, just, you just sort of start screaming at anything that comes in your, in your immediate direction, and, and that, is what your immune system does. So overreaction is just as bad as, as reaction because that's where a lot of these, you know, it's possible that the, that a lot of the autoimmune stuff that happens starts because of a process that's out of control. Did that answer your question? Yes, it did. And I love the way you use the scientific terms. So thank you for that. That's, I appreciate that. And it's something for us to think about, right? We don't need to, you know, overreact and we also don't want to underreact. So we just find to me, it's like the Zen spot, right? The the feelings of balance, the feelings of joy. And if we can add more joy, even if it's just watching a funny television show instead of the news and doom and gloom, like I'm just sick of it. And I never have really, I've always been like a news junkie. I love the news. I used to. And um, what I've done is to be healthier, I just ignore some of that stuff. And so one of my plans for better health in the last two years has been to ignore things and just to focus inwardly, right? And to make sure I'm taking the right supplements and letting my biology improve my psychology and my psychology improve my biology. In other words, I, I put, um, you know, I keep fresh cut flowers as much as possible in my home. It's like, this is gonna signify beauty. And then 
if there's something, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't keep a lot of medicine in my house, but I don't have a medicine cabinet. I have a little container and I keep it hidden out of sight. That way I don't every day see medicine cabinet. I never, I never during the course of a day would see a bottle of Advil or cough syrup. It just, it wouldn't enter my vision at all during the day. I turn those commercials off or down or change the channel because they will inundate you with commercials about diseases you didn't even know existed. Because I was joking the other day with my, uh, I was somewhere, I don't know, I think it was my brother, and I said, I think I have restless leg syndrome. He's like, no, you don't. You didn't even know that existed. But I said, well, yeah, you're right. I just think I heard it like when I was cooking and the TV had a commercial on. So be aware of, you know, allowing our mind to expand in the wrong direction and really be aware of how we can mind our own frequency. And our own frequency, I would say, is health, wellness, championships, crushing it, being amazing, being healthy, feeling whole and complete, and resilient wellness can be for all of us, right? And so we start. How do we get there? We start by making a goal. And I would say that when you make your health goal, it's really important because we've seen that when people make a health goal, especially when I, I have clients do this during their healing session, so the research has shown, there have been studies done on this, that when you listen to someone's symptoms, like if I say, hey, what's going on? They tell me you know, eight bad symptoms, eight things they're suffering through. And then I say, what's your health goal? And I write the symptoms down, but I keep them away from the person. I write the health goal down. I actually put it on their person. I write it down on a piece of paper and I put it over their stomach as they're lying there. And we find that the body actually is strong. So if you've heard of muscle testing, you know what I'm talking about. But I can test their flexibility in their legs, their arms. I can uh, see that their body is open and free when their health goal is on top of them. And the experiment used the people's symptoms versus their goal. Whether or not the person knew what it was, just by having those words of all the symptoms and the complaints on their physical body, their body would go tight. It would get in cringe mode, right? And you put the goals on, like I said, the person doesn't even have to know and they get healthier. Or I just say that their body is open and free. And so it's a state of healing versus a state of fight or flight. So if we really want to be healthier, we have to find ways to be in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest, relax, and heal versus fight, flight, freeze, or faint, right? So surrounding ourselves with beautiful visions, with beautiful sounds, with flowers, with funny TV shows, with old school TV shows, when violence wasn't such a thing. I mean, I can go off on rampages sometimes about how uh, how I can't stand Hollywood, how they make these sicko movies with full of violence and terrible things. And then, you know, we always talk about on Clubhouse how, like, yeah, if you're going through a lot of trauma, you don't want to trauma dump in a room on Clubhouse with a bunch of people. And the more we widen our circle, the more likely we are to hear about these things and stories that have happened to other people. So it's great to have compassion, right? Instead of sympathy or empathy going to that level or feeling pity for them, we can go to the highest vibration which is compassion. I know Dominique talked earlier about her husband who talks about responsibility being a higher vibration and then there's other things being a low vibration. And Dr. David Hawkins writes about it in his book, Power Versus Force, that we have a high vibrational or a chance to be low vibration. And apathy, grief, and shame are the lowest vibrations. And joy, peace, and unconditional magnanimous love are the high vibrations. Our cells will reflect our vibration. So our health and wellness is reflected by our mindset, our inner thinking and our hidden thinking, our subconscious mind that we don't even know about. So I want to um, make sure that, um, <laughs> so I was talking to Dr. Sean and I realized, you know, month, I don't know, a year ago, well, maybe nine months ago, because he hasn't, he just got on Clubhouse 
nine or 10 months ago, but we were talking about health and the immune system a lot. And then we kind of faded off on that. But I think it's important that we keep resilient wellness top of mind because it is something, you know, I think probably more about money than I think about health and wellness. And I don't want to take my great health for granted. I come from a family who people who live a long time. But then I had a grandmother who has nine children. Most of them are pretty darn unhealthy. Like literally each one of them has something going on. And the one healthy guy, my uncle out of the nine kids, he's the healthiest. He was uh, in a terrible car accident at age 19. So even though he overcame all that, he had like a physical issue, right? And he overcame it all. He's, he's, he has all, you know, full capacity, but it was a you know, his one thing. So I think it's because my grandmother took all kinds of medication because she didn't feel well. So now I'm noticing that for me, you know, I can restart with my generation of being healthy because the nine kids weren't healthy, but I actually did some research on my family history. And I said, mom, we're supposed to live to be 98, not 54, like grandma and grandpa. So you get to change the epigenetic stuff in your DNA, right? So our epigenetic matter, our epigenetic uh, markers, I should say, can be about lifestyle, but they can also be about what our grandparents and parents did and what they took and the things like that. So I've been working on epigenetics energy medicine with a Dr. Laura Stuve, who's a molecular biologist and a friend of mine. So she created epigenetics energy medicine, which is just incredible because we really can change our epigenetics. We can change our genes, even if it's, you know, three or four or five or 25 generations ago, we can change and become healthy and resilient through our lifestyle changes. And most of us can be better than we are now. I could be better than I am now. So when we're setting our health goal, because I wanted to bring it back to that. If you're setting a health goal, you want to explain how you feel. If you have a diagnosis, you don't use a diagnosis. So your health goal would be something like this. And this worked for me so well. I set a health goal in 2012 and I achieved it by the end of 2013. It was a big one. I was you know, not a super healthy person. I was, I had great healthy habits, but I just didn't feel well. A lot of times I've had, I was kind of, I don't know, maybe low energy at times and I had lots of stomach aches. So my resilient wellness health goal went something like this. I'm so happy now that I have the energy to accomplish my goals and that I feel great. I get enough sleep and I stay hydrated and I eat healthily. So I just planted the seed to myself. I made that a goal and I repeated it. And I looked at it every day. I surrounded myself with that. And that's really important to surround yourself with the good things, right? Not the low vibrational stuff. If you want to get a little bit of the news, great. As soon as you're done, read your goals again, right? So that you're keeping your vibe high. So I want to see if anyone has a question about health and wellness goals. Um, I also believe that you're better off setting your goals when you're in the zone. And I do have, I'm going to change. I'm going to add a link here, but I, I shared last week four steps to getting into the zone and I made it into a PDF so that you could see how to get into the zone because there you can actually start to visualize yourself being healthy, being well. You can have superhuman mental reps, something that I made up for my athletes in the NBA. And I would have them practice having a million points in a game and you could practice running a marathon, you know? So if someone's feeling unwell, even if they're in a bed because they're suffering or they're struggling right now, your superhuman mental rep is that you see yourself running a marathon, or maybe you see yourself sitting up at a table with friends and enjoying it. Because sometimes we're so sick that we're just in a bed and all we care about is nothing. All we want to do is be able to stay in that bed as long as possible. So then you just start with a, a, a little ounce of micro gratitude, right? Instead of macro gratitude, really feeling it in your bones and your cells, 
use micro gratitude, even if you're in a bad, cranky mood, because I can get in a bad, cranky mood and not want to do anything. And I just say to myself, I'm grateful I have a home. Or like Dominique said, I'm grateful I have running water. Find the little things first, and those will turn into the big things. You have to just get out of that funk sometimes to get into the space of macro gratitude where you really feel fully connected to all beings, because it can be a hard place to find when you're far away from it, right? It's like a long journey sometimes to get to that place of high vibration, high frequency. So I do want to say um, happy birthday to Glenn Lundy. Um, you guys probably already sang all day long, so and I won't bless you with my singing, but um, it is our fearless leader, Glenn Lundy's birthday, and we're just so grateful for him. So I read this book one time, and the lady said, it was a novel. The lady said, she said, um, I went to you know Aunt So-and-So's house, and she said, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I said, well, I'm going to go out to dinner with my friends. And the lady said, no, I don't mean what are you going to do? I mean, what are you going to do for your birthday? Who are you going to be for the next year? Your birthday is a chance to reconnect, reevaluate, and reinvent yourself. Every year it gives you a chance to reflect on who you've been, who you're being, and who you desire to be next year. At the same time on your birthday, will you be the same person? So, you know, Glenn's birthday is close to the new year. So, you know, mine's in March. So I, I have a little bit of a chance. I can be like, oh, did I fail my new year's goals already? And I can reevaluate and reinvent. But, you know, these visions we have for ourselves and imagining better lives and bigger things for ourselves changes our DNA. It changes the imprint on ourselves. Adding joy, adding high vibrational emotions improves our chances of reaching all those goals and dreams. So is there someone that wants to jump in there? I hear someone tapping. And if you do, you can keep it short. I'm just going to be honest. I am a black mama. So like if y'all are in my living room, I'm going to tell you, take off your shoes and keep it short. So who is this that? Is is Anna. Anna? Yeah, like I love it. Hi, Anna. Hi. Okay. Happy birthday to Glenn. Yay. Woo! Oh my gosh. So excited. I know. Love it. Love it. So I just wanted, I was like, I wish there was like a clap thing for the whole thing instead of like unmiking. But I mean, I was clapping the entire time. Everything that you and Dr. Sean shared I could not agree more with. I mean, the things that we, we tell our patients are before you go to like try and detox or improve your health physically, you've got to change your mindset. You've got to change your outlook. You've got to detox from the negativity in your surroundings in your life, whether it's physical or friendships or who, what you're watching, right? All of that has an imprint in your health. So I just love what you all are sharing. And to everyone in the room, this is where you need to be to keep your mind focused on the positivity so you can change your health. Every single day in this room, you will hear segment after segment after segment of incredible human beings who are sharing things that you can do to improve your life. And I just wanna end with a Bible verse that um, just reminded me of this. And it's um, Philippians 4 and 8, and it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So it's all starts with mindset. What are you surrounding yourself with? Love this segment. You guys are incredible. So thank you again. Oh, thank you, Anna. I appreciate that so much. Boom. And also thank you for your, who's that, Glenn? Who, was that William boom. Andre? I heard that deep boom, voice. Boom, boom, That was awesome. <laughs> Glenn, you're not Laura, even using your own account. Laura Blueberry Wild. I'm using my own account. Of course, of course, of course. I'm glad you're here so I could tell you to your face. You're just, you know, I'll just tell everyone because, you know, sometimes we want to let people know about the people we know. So Glenn Lundy is really 
why I'm, I'm who I am on Clubhouse. He invited, I was in a room at 10 o'clock at night one night, back when, you know, Glenn was rocking evening rooms in the very beginning. It was literally a year ago-ish. Maybe it was, you know, January 2021. And Glenn Lundy said, I see Laura Wilde is in the room. And he brought me to stage. I had like, I don't know, 200 followers at the most. I had really not spoken much. And he said, tell us a few things we could do to be great that you would tell your athletes. Like, what do you need to know to be great? And because I love to channel the best stuff, I don't, I don't do well when I try to over-prepare. I just let out three things. And I now call them my, um, the three gems of mental performance. Because Glenn's like, how do you be a top mental performer? And he interviewed me on The Breakfast of Champions the next day. And a blueberry was born. So thank you, Glenn, and happy birthday. Because you are a giver. You're a giant maker. You are a giant maker. You, don't, you love sharing the stage. I mean, you have the show for five or six hours, and you let all of us talk. And um, you don't try to, you know, own the every second of it. You let us really shine and you give us chances. So thank you. And what are you going to do for your birthday? Yeah, y'all make me look good. Lord, that's why. That's why. We do, especially in that white shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? What? Oh, you're my brother. Um, you, what are you going to do for your birthday? What I said was not just like, are you going to have dinner? But what are you going to do for your birthday? Who are you going to be next year around? Like, do you do your birthday like? Yeah, it's all about identity, man. Like I talked about it this morning on uh, I got an opportunity to do one of my one of my shows a little space this morning at six a.m. And so, you know, it's really an identity piece, and it's uh, you know I know a lot of times people are like, well, it don't matter, you can make change any day, and so on and so forth. And like I totally one hundred percent get that, but you can use these moments, these uh these stamped dates right like you can we can use them to propel us uh in, in, in into what's next we can draw we can we can drive a stake in the ground and we can say okay 43 year old glenn is gone and we love that guy and we love what that guy learned and we love we're grateful for all of the experience that that guy had right but now the new and improved 44-year-old Glenn is born today. And what does that, you know, I've spent time uh, this morning, but I've really spent time over the last like month asking that question, Laura, like what does, what, what is that guy's identity? Who is that guy? What is that guy? What does that guy look like, walk like, talk like, right? And so, so today's, it's a birthday, birth, the birth of something new. And I think that for a lot of us, sometimes we hold on to who we were, thinking that who we were is, is, is going to get us where we want to go, when the reality is we have to become and embrace that that God is calling us to be before we can ever become it. So that's where I'm at right now. It's like, okay, goodbye, 43-year-old Glenn. Had a blast. But if you still how does how does what's his name? Cat Williams in his in his uh stand-up comedy. He said he said, if you're still doing the same thing on your birthday this year as you did last year, I can't mess with you. I gotta keep it pushing. Right. right. I gotta keep it pushing. So that's that's where I'm at, Laura Wilde. It's, it's like, let's go. Grateful for the season and ready for what's I love to hear it because I know, you know, through Clubhouse, we probably all are vastly different than we were a year ago. 
I, you know, I like hearing my, the sound of my own voice now, which I used to detest. Now I can hear my own voice. So isn't that interesting? And then Glenn, you know, you didn't pick up any, wait, you got a new child this year, didn't you? I got One a more. new child at, so yeah, I had a child on December 30th. Be a uh, okay, that's right. Right at the end of the year. Yes. And then I picked, well, up, then I Glenn, picked up 80 more children. We're all your children. You have to look at <laughs> us. Yeah, sure right. You have to make sure we're fed and taken care of and you know, well clothed. That's your responsibility. Okay, not really. But Glenn, we're so grateful for you and uh thank you. I I'm gonna close that hot mic, but thank you for having us uh here. Thank you for letting us all have a seat at the breakfast table because it is a glorious table and we serve up croissants vegan bacon vegan sausage and if y'all want the other kind you can have that too but it's just been great and it's been a great run and it's fun to watch you glenn you know being who you are meant to be and i just wrote that down this morning i'm not joking an hour ago i wrote down you have to be you have to visualize being it before you become it so that you live it first so on that note i'm laura blueberry wild i've been talking about health and wellness and how to have your health goal come true and how to shift your immune system and just find health. Maybe you set a goal for the week and change your life through your health because health is the the well the true wealth, right? It really is. And it's, it's you can't put a value on it. So and uh, I don't know who's if you yeah you wanna wow. Wow. <laughs> that was I've always wanted to hear a toilet flush on Clubhouse. I think we got one on I think it was Thursday or Friday we had somebody accidentally on mic and we could we could hear him peeing in the peeing in the <laughs> like the urinal's open. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.